Welcome to the Beautiful and True Project podcast. This is a place where we talk about beauty and truth, the things that are most important to us, the things that ground us, and the things that uplift us. My guests are not celebrities. They are, in many ways, leading kind of ordinary lives, but they pay extraordinary attention to the world around them, and that makes the difference. This is a special episode, and a slightly ironic one, since I just announced we were going on hiatus for a few weeks. And we are. But it's Thanksgiving, and it's a bit of a weird one for a lot of people. Many of us are choosing not to visit family this year, or our gatherings instead of large raucous affairs with multiple generations and 12 second cousins. Well, this year they're more intimate. Maybe immediate family only. This year is just different, regardless of if you're celebrating or how. So I had Thanksgiving swirling around in my head and my heart, and I had this idea. Instead of doing an interview with one person, I thought I would ask all kinds of people to send in what they are grateful for this year. And a few people sent me their gratitudes. And you'll be hearing their voices shortly. But first, I have a confession to make. I struggle with gratitude. Joy? I can do joy all day long. Joy is fleeting. It's momentary. It's also pure pleasure, especially if you have no expectations that it's going to last. I just recently came across a story. Uh, It was told by Jack Cornfield about the Thai meditation master Ajahn Chah. And please forgive my pronunciation. The master was holding a very delicate Chinese teacup, and he said, look at this cup. I love this cup. I admire its craftsmanship. I feel its beauty. It warms my hand as I hold it. And yet, to me, this cup is already broken. And because I already know its fate, I can enjoy it fully here and now. And when it's gone, it's gone. Oof, that is a hard truth in many ways. But I also think it's how I experience joy. I know it won't last, so I don't even try to hold on to it, and therefore the pleasure in the moment is greater. But somehow I've put a lot more weight on gratitude. In my mind, there's a, there's like a stickiness to the feeling. Have you ever made slime with kids? Or if not, think back to the last time you had a bunch of glue on your hands, or, or jam, or icing. It's sticky and a little bit unpleasant. And for me, gratitude can feel that way sometimes. Often for me, gratitude isn't supposed to be a fleeting emotion like joy. Gratitude isn't just pure thankfulness, but it also feels sometimes like it comes with an obligation to act, either to pay it back somehow or pay it forward. There's a sense of beholdenness that can come with it sometimes. An uncomfortable sensation if you're a bread-in-the-bone, stubborn-as-all-get-out Midwesterner. 
And as I, as I was thinking about this and kind of wrangling with my own feelings about gratitude, I think that that stickiness and the reason it's sticky has to do with feeling weak or lesser than. See, if you're grateful for something, it means you couldn't have done it on your own without some kind of support that you are thankful for. And there's something in me. Now, let me be clear. This is something I don't like, <laughs> and I don't even agree with it. But there is something there that often forgets that we're supposed to rely on one another, that we're supposed to be interdependent, and that that's a good thing. That that interconnectedness is really beautiful and true. When you're a stubborn, independent Midwesterner, it can be hard to see that sometimes. It's a weird cultural thing that's, that's really in the bones, and it actually makes no sense at all. I mean, it's not like I'm pouring my own bullets like paw in Little House on the Prairie, you know, melting down some lead and then pouring it into casings. And then, and then I'm going out and shooting my own Thanksgiving turkey and plucking it and cooking it up in an iron roaster that I traded some beaver pelts for. <laughs> I mean, I bought my turkey from Target, where a small army of folks, maybe not even that small an army, work to make sure that I can buy it from Target. And even before that, it came from a large farm worked by folks I'll never meet, brought to Target by truckers I'll never know. The sense of self-reliance for the vast, vast majority of us now is a myth. We're all already completely reliant on one another, even if we barely notice it. The interesting thing to me is that when, when I really embrace the reality of that interdependence, when I acknowledge it and respect it, gratitude becomes a much less sticky emotion. We don't have to worry about some sense of obligation to pay it back or pay it forward because we're all already doing that all the time. It's a given. It's a little bit like the master with the teacup that's already broken. There's no struggle with gratitude because we're already shamelessly reliant on one another. I want to say that again because I think it's key. Shamelessly reliant on one another. Shamelessly. If we feel any shame at all in being interdependent, that's when gratitude starts to feel sticky. And if we allow ourselves to give up that shame, gratitude runs through us clean and clear. And it doesn't get much more beautiful or true than that. So this year, this Midwesterner is going to try to lean into her interdependence to see it as clearly as I possibly can, with eyes that are looking for the connectedness and a heart that's open not just to helping others, but in allowing others to help me. Shamelessly. I'm betting, once I'm a little used to it, even joyfully. And with pure, sticky-free gratitude in my heart. With that in mind, here are a few things that I, myself, am purely grateful for this Thanksgiving season. I'm grateful for Zoom and for FaceTime, 
for my phone service, for multiplayer internet games, for all the ways that I can stay connected with my family and friends, even if I can't be with them physically. And thinking about interconnectedness, I'm also grateful for all the designers and coders and engineers who make that possible. Going back to that little house in the prairie reference, think about it. A little over a hundred years ago, we might leave home and hear from our families a few times a year by letter. You certainly couldn't see their faces and hear their voices while eating pie together from three states away. I am grateful that this week I got to watch a lovely concert with my mom. We sang along to the impossible dream from Man of La Mancha in the biggest, campiest way ever, like mouths wide open and arms in the air, and it was glorious. And it was silly. And I'm very grateful to have gotten to have that. I am grateful that I have someone wonderful in my life. Someone who will trade me homemade pumpkin pie for chicken noodles made from scratch. I'm grateful for sunshine after three days of gloomy weather. I am grateful for sweet kittens who climb relentlessly into my lap when I'm working or who squeak at me to retrieve their toy earplugs from under the sectional. Why she likes foam earplugs, I don't know, but she loves them. I'm grateful for a strong body and for all the wonderful things I've been learning about discipline and focus and intentionality. And I am grateful for this project, for the joy it has given me, and the deep conversations, the wonderful guests, the new perspectives, and new ways of thinking and feeling about the world. It's been a pleasure to learn as I go. And as always, I am grateful for you who are listening right now. Thank you. And that's enough about me. For the next few minutes, you'll be hearing several random voices of people who have sent me in things that they are grateful for. Uh, One of them sent me an email where it was written out, so I'll be reading it. It's the last one. And I found them very precious. Precious and grounding and uplifting. Grounding and uplifting. Beautiful and true. Thank you all. Enjoy. I would say, first of all, I'm grateful for my neighbors um, who have become friends. I'm grateful for, you know, the offhanded little how are you conversations that have become like intense. (laughs) How are you doing today? Um, (laughs) questions, um, how are you feeling? What's going on in your life? You know, how are you managing? Do you need help? Um, that has been so beautiful. Yeah. I'm grateful that, that, that some of those relationships have turned into tighter friendships where, you know, we spend time together outside or online or what have you, um, and just share more and, makes me feel like I have a like a little bubble of like love around me around my building in my neighborhood I'm thankful of course for family and friends and safety and security um 
and my dog is running around with a cone on his head right now. Um, but I thought I would try to think of something more original. I'm feeling really, really thankful, oh my goodness, for base layers, for warm clothes, for the technology that allows us to have those warm clothes, because I've been doing a lot of working out outside lately. Here's my thing that I'm thankful for. So this Thanksgiving, I was really actually thankful for being able to work from home because for me, that added almost an hour or an hour and a half to my day. And in that time, I was able to train for half marathon and read some books, not for work, and um, connect with friends and family. So in a lot of ways, even though the pandemic has been tough, working from home has been awesome. So what am I grateful for? This morning, that question is really stumping me. It feels luxurious to even be able to stop and say, oh, what am I grateful for? And, and, and it doesn't matter what you answer with that. The act of it itself seems luxurious. So I guess that's something to be grateful for, to have enough bandwidth to be able to put a, a pause on, on, on the present moment in order to do a little reflection and say, I'm grateful for this, that. The other thing that I'm really grateful for is uh, this time has allowed me to really do a lot of self-reflection and self-work. Um, and I've must have felt safe enough in my sort of emotional life to allow um, some deeply repressed memories to come up and having sort of, so I haven't really been working that much. Um, and so having this expansiveness of time and space has allowed like, I guess me to feel safe to let that stuff come up and start dealing with it. Yeah. And I'm grateful. Um, for the space that I have, um, it's filled with light and now it's filled with plants <laughs> and, um, I get to see the lake every day, which is, has been like a massive calming force. Um, over the summer, I've been able to jump in the lake almost every day, which was just God, like a lifesaver. This entry is from a friend of mine who sent it in via email. He says, It didn't take me very long to come up with what I'm thankful for because it's obvious to me. I'm thankful that I've managed to achieve my little slice of the American dream. Despite a long road of strange missteps and occasional bad decisions, I've made it to where I've always wanted to be. I have a spouse who honestly is my best friend, two great kids, and my own house with all the hobbies I can handle, and perhaps more. My life is conventional, but I wouldn't have it any other way. This year, I will say, I mean, I'm thankful for the usual things of my family and my friends and my warm and snuggy house and my kitties. But I think what this year has particularly taught me and what I have been thinking about for the past week since you brought up this podcast is how grateful I am to have been forced into living in the moment. Um, we talk a lot about 
this idea of being present in the moment in my day job with uh, the Jesuits. And I thought I understood it, but I didn't until I was really and truly forced to live in the moment. Um, I have realized that looking around and taking the time to notice the seasons changing, to notice the birds in the trees, to notice the inner workings of my own heart and my own mind has been a tremendous gift and I am really, really grateful for it. And some doors may open and some doors may close, but I now have this wonderful new appreciation for the wonderful mysteries and blessings of every day. And so that I am particularly grateful for this year.